Hey, NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe. I'm without my, my co-host, John Cooper, again. He is taking care of business, uh, doing uh, football practice this afternoon. But I've got with me Coach Henninger from Marion University out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Coach, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Hey, not bad at all. So just to start off... Um, with some good stuff. Uh, we are right now a little less than a week from the end of the end of the NFL draft, and um, you know while it's rare for an NAIA player to actually get picked up in the seven rounds, um, you had two players this year: um, Brandon Dillon and Owen Gilbert. One Dillon gets signed to a um, undrafted free agent. Contract. The other one, Owen Gilbert, gets a uh, an invite to Indianapolis Colts rookie minicamp. Um, tell me about the impact that those two guys had on your football team. Well, I mean, obviously, any time that that uh, one of our guys gets the opportunity to go on and continue playing football, it's a great, great thing. So, um, you know, th- those two guys in particular have, have been um, both of them been. You know, Brandon, I think, uh, started for, for three years and then about midway through his freshman year, um, was able to earn the starting spot there. So he was a three and a half year starter. Owen, uh, was a starter from the moment he stepped foot on campus. So, um, both those guys, and they worked incredibly hard. You know, they've had, you know, we, we had all the, um, all the NFL scouts, you know, everybody, we had every team through, uh, this year. Uh, looking at Brandon in particular, and, and it's funny because, you know, Owen is, you know, Owen's a, a long snapper. His times are elite. He has elite NFL time, uh, on all the snaps. But it's funny about half the scouts would come through, take a look at him and be like, I, well, I mean, you know, he's, you know, Owen, I think 6'1, you know, he's probably about 230 or so. And then so half the guys would be like, he's too small. The other half would, you know, uh, you know, you watch him snap and, and they're all really interested in him. Um, you know, so it, it, it's been really cool. We, we had, you know, we went through this two years ago with, with Krishan Hogan, who's, uh, you know, currently with the Indianapolis Colts and, and, uh, for us to go through it again with, you know, with, with two more guys, it, it was really, uh, you know, pretty remarkable. And, and obviously, you know, so many guys have that dream of, you know, going on and playing at the next level. It's so rare. Um, you know, but we tell them, hey, if you're, you know, if you're good enough, they'll find you, you know, and I think that it's, it's been, it's been proven here twice so far that you know, if you're good enough, they'll find you. So that's that's also something I wanted to talk about with um, with Krishan. That's something that Brandon talked about. Um, we talked with him a little earlier on in the, the offseason ahead of the draft, and he mentioned Krishan and the example that he set um, in front of the scouts as as being something that that Brandon watched and learned from. And so when the st- scouts were coming to practice. He knew how to handle that. Um, yep. What is it about about Marion um, that you've kind of set up this this culture, even for being small college football, that the scouts are like, okay, we know that we know those people; they're good. What is it about Marion? Coaches, you know, hitting the road, rec- 
recruiting and, and, uh, you know, doing a great job of just, you know, really, um, finding guys, one that, that, you know, have talent that, you know, for one reason or another, uh, maybe been overlooked by, you know, by a higher level football. And, um, you know, that, that, uh, you know, then, then once we, we still, I want to get guys here to campus that, you know, that they've got, um, you know, we've got an outstanding product to sell them. And, and, you know, I mean, a guy like Brandon Dillon, um, you know, it was, you know, our coaches did an outstanding job recruiting them. And he came here and liked it, felt at home. And, and you know, now I think, you know, now that we've got, and that we've had Deshaun, now we've had Brandon Dillon. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, guys, I think, that have the aspirations of going on and playing. You know, like I said, if you're good enough, they'll find you. And so, um, you know, we think that, you know, hey, just, just by, just because you're coming to a small school doesn't mean that, you know, that, that dream of being an NFL guy, however far-fetched it may be, um, you know, it's not, it's not completely impossible to do, um, you know, coming from a small school like, like Marion. So, um, we're really proud of it, you know, and, and, you know, you mentioned, you know, Krishan going through this two years ago and bringing it, having the opportunity to watch it and really, um, you know, I, I think that, that, uh, and again, we, you know, we've got players we think are on our roster right now and they're going to get some interest and, um, you know, watching those two guys, those two guys handle them so professionally. Like they, um, you know, you watch them practice a lot of times, you know, the scout would show up and think that it would impact how a guy would go and, and all that. Our guys really just became, you know, it's just, uh, it's pretty awesome, but it really just kind of became, Every day when NFL scouts were out there, because you know it was you know you got you know, you're practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we probably had scouts at practice you know two of those three days all year. You know, so um, you know hopefully our younger players, um, you know they see that they see it as a great reward, you know, for those guys and all the hard work that they put into it. But uh, at the same time, watching them handle it, um, you know, just handling the scouts and, and handling you know the, the extra. Attention, if you want to call it that, um, I, I think it, it'll it'll go a long way with my program. So, Coach, looking back a little bit at last year, y'all have a perfect regular season, and then the playoffs happen, and you have a little bit of an early exit from what y'all were expecting. Um, how ready, how eager, how hungry are y'all to get back out on the field and? maybe write some of those those wrongs and kind of write a different story this year? Yeah, I mean, I, our, we've had a great offseason. You know, I, mean, I think our players, you know, jump right into spring practice and you can tell um, there was an eagerness uh, about our team to to get back out there and get back on the field. I mean, we had, you know, I mean, we, we, you know, I mean, we, we go 10-0, and 0, you know, you win the league and then, you know, in my opinion, it's it's the, the hardest league in the country. I mean, top to bottom. Um, you know, the ten wins that we that we put up, we put up five against ranked opponents. Uh, you know, with a couple other in there that, that uh, you know, I think arguably to be, you know, top twenty five caliber program. So, um, you know, winning our league is no small feat, and, and obviously we were you know excited about that. But the expectations here are going to play, you know, play into December. I mean, that's just kind of the, the culture that's been built here is, um, and, you know, and our players, we're not, we're not afraid to talk about that, you know, being our ultimate goal is to play late. And so, um, you know, we were, we were extremely disappointed. Um, you know, you just, we had an incredibly bad time 
have a bad day, you know. And, and so, um, but our, our players handled it well. I mean, they, they, um, you know, I think we, we've taken a good look at kind of the things, the areas that we felt like where we, we went wrong and things that, that we need to improve upon. We've, we've done a great job, like I said, with the off season at, at addressing a lot of those issues and, and, uh, and our leadership, um, was incredibly strong and, 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 uh, and, and I do think that, you know, our, our uh, we're going to certainly approach spring practice with, you know, as kind of being a, a group that, that has a chip on their shoulder. So, um, you know, we're excited to get into summertime here and, and, uh, you know, fall camp will be here before we know it. You talk about your leadership coach. Y'all have a large number of players that are, that are coming back. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong on, on any of these. I'm, I was pulling from rosters and DAC stats and trying to get everything together. You're returning a thousand plus yard rusher, a thousand plus yard receiver, a linebacker who topped the century mark in tackles, um, a couple of guys who had double digit tackles for loss. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're getting a lot of talent back, but I want to, I want to home in on the quarterback position a little bit. Um, you, you had three guys who, um, played a good bit last year. Uh, Johnson, Darter, and Young. Um, take me through a little bit of the mindset of, of how you manage a three-man race like that in spring, uh, spring ball and into fall. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about the guys we have at our quarterback spot. You know, I mean, I think, um, you look at Luke and, and Ethan, uh, in particular, you know, two uh, upperclassmen and, and, you know, they basically, they're in the same class. They've been neck and neck since, you know, since day one. You know, we, um, uh, when both of those guys stepped foot on campus, they were, uh, you know, basically one and two, uh, from the time they stepped foot on campus here. So they, they've done a great job at just kind of being, you know, being, uh, you know, Luke's kind of had the upper hand. Um, Ethan has, has done a fantastic job. Luke went down, you know, started there, you know, freshman year, and then you know got her season-ending injury, you know, about eight weeks in, and then you know Ethan came in and, and did a fantastic job, and you know finished out the regular season, got us into the playoffs, and then you know actually he sustained an injury in, at in the fourth quarter of our first-round playoff game uh, that really kept him from. You know, I think we played in, in week two there in the playoffs and, and, and got beat. He was probably, to say he was 50% was probably generous. Hmm. Um, you know, went out there like a warrior as a freshman and, and, uh, you know, really gained a lot of valuable experience. And then, you know, this past year, we kind of had the same thing happen. We got hurt and Ethan stepped in and, you know, Ethan's first start, um, you know, was up at St. Francis, which is our rival. And, uh, obviously, you know, two, you know, great football teams. And, and, uh, so that was his first start. First snaps that he took this year uh, were in that ball game and, and led us to a win. So um, they've both done a great job. And then you know Frankie is, was a true freshman last year. Um, you know our, our initial thought was you know we were going to play uh, you know try to play one of those guys. You know, get away with redshirt and one, and then, and then Frankie uh, ended up being our ended up being our two. And then um, you know it didn't didn't work out that way, but Frank still ended up being our two. Really did a great job. Had a great spring. Uh, you know, so we're uh, we're excited to have the experience and leadership that we have at that position. Going to the other side of the football, 
Um, one thing I'm noticing, just going down the the list of of your players, it seems like y'all have a mindset of getting into the backfield and being disruptive. Last year, um, you've got Poiser, who had 11 tackles for loss. Oakley was 11 tackles for loss. Uh, Chad Skaggs, who had 12 tackles for loss. Uh, talk to me ab- about that um, aggressive uh, mindset on defense. Yeah, I mean, we, we want to pressure the quarterback, you know, without a doubt. I mean, it, it, uh, we pride ourselves on being able to stop the run. You know, so if you look at, at you know, those two things, stopping the run and putting pressure on the quarterback, obviously it all starts up front. So, um, you know, we, we've got, you know, I, I think a very talented uh, group of returning players on our defensive line, and, and they are, uh, you know, explosive playmakers. I mean, you mentioned Chris Oakley, um, you know, Chad Skaggs set our, our, our school record for sacks, uh, career sacks, you know, last year. And, um, you know, we, we return Joe Swan, Rashawn Brent, uh, we'll kind of fight to, to replace Chad. And then, uh, on the other side, we've got Mac Dutra, who's an extremely explosive football player. Um, you know, so that, you know, those, those guys up front with, you know, with Chris Oakley and, and Cam Harris, uh, and Dylan Roth on the inside, um, you know, makes a really formidable defensive line. So, and, you know, obviously they're, you know, they're talented, explosive. They work incredibly hard. They've got, uh, you know, probably the best thing about, you know, at, you know our defense, but, you know, those, those, you know, the, the front guys especially is, uh, just like the, the chemistry and, and the play for one another, um, you know, type of, type of attitude that, that's really been developed. And so, um, you know, we've got great leadership up there as well. And, uh, you know, we return a lot of experience and, um, you know, and everything we do on defense, you know, we, we had two first team all conference corners last year. Um, you know, but, you know, those interceptions that we're getting, the turnovers that are being forced, I mean, they all start with, you know, with the aggressive nature up front. So, um, you know, in order for us to do what we want to do on defense, you got to be, you got to be great in the front, in the front seven, the front four in particular. That's, that's absolutely right. And, uh, I didn't realize, um, that Darter had been thrown in the fire against St. Francis. I mean, that's, talk about, uh, out of the frying pan and into the fire. Um, yeah, right. You know, to go up against the, uh, back-to-back national champs. That's, that's no small feat. Um, well, Coach, I, I appreciate your, your time this afternoon. We, we wish you the best of luck. I know if, if John were here, he would say the, say the same. We'll be, we'll be watching what, uh, y'all doing, what comes out of, of Indianapolis, and, and we'll see what the year has to, has to bring us. And, but we wish you the best of luck, and we hope to see y'all in Grambling come this December. Thanks for having me on, and thanks for all you do for NAIA football. Um, uh, it's a great brand of football, and uh, more people need to be talking about it. Absolutely, especially with the number of, of um, people that got invited, not just at Marion, but across across the landscape. You had, a, a last count, seven that uh, either yep. got undrafted free agent or invites. Pretty awesome. It is awesome. So thanks, Coach, for, for coming on. And uh, have a great rest of your week and go be with your family. Great. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.